Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Welcome to Cornerstone Conversations, episode 28. I'm Matt Koenig, assistant pastor from, from Cornerstone Christian Fellowship, and with me once again is uh, senior pastor Neil Wright. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Matthew. How Lo- are you? I'm good, mate. Good to be back here together again. We had a week off last week. Yeah. I was busy. You so, were busy. Sorry, listeners. I know yeah, it's disappointing, funny. isn't it? Yeah. And everyone's hanging out for episode 28. Which is today. Which is today. Um, so, uh, Neil, you've been away on, on holidays? Yeah, I just had a weekend away. So, you left Thursday night, came back Monday night, uh, went down to Sunshine Coast. Yeah, nice. Queensland. Awesome. Beautiful. And you feel refreshed and, and all ready to get back into it? Oh, I'm alive. I'm You're, alive. You... <laughs> that's, a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, so you were, you were away last weekend. Um, gave me the opportunity to preach. Yeah. It's good. It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, and uh, yeah, so we, that's obviously what we're going to talk about this morning. Yeah. Um, and, and talk about what I, what I talked about, which was... Um, so while I was away, I've got to say, I did listen to your message. You did? I did. How, how did you do that, Neil? I did it through our website. Yeah. C wait w w w. You have to put that in front of me anymore. Yeah. Ccfnt.org.au. Yeah, beautiful. And if you go to media yep. on that, yeah, you can click on that, and it will come up with these podcasts and also the weekend messages. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, Excellent. It's a great resource. A great resource. Plug it, in, everyone. Yeah, get on it. Um, Subscribe. Yeah, yeah. So, so the message on on Sunday. Let's let's get to what we need to talk about today. Sure. Uh, message on Sunday um, was continuing on with the underlying theme of relationship that we've been looking at for a while now, and yeah, um, yeah, really, really just taking an opportunity to to look at uh, a letter that was written by the Apostle Paul uh, to uh, one of his. I guess you could call him a trainee or apprentice or something like that, Timothy, who he'd sent off. But um, yeah, looking looking at some things that that uh, he sent through um, to Tim, that Paul sent through to Timothy, just to encourage him in in the things that he's been asked to do to go to the church in, in Ephesus and to um, deal with some problems in the church there. But it wasn't the message wasn't about the problems, but more about relationship focusing on relationship and how we relate together so um i think importantly to start with we need to know that like who, who we are in relationship with with god and and i talked about um just establishing who, who we are in god and how much he loves us and i talked about um the fact that god sent his son jesus to die for us and um that there's nothing that can can separate us from god mm. Um, and you know the very the very fact that that God created us in the beginning and he he made all creation so that we can be loved and that he can love us um, yeah, just give me some thoughts on that Neil yeah, well, I think like I think Rick Warren in his book Earth's driven life um or what on earth are we here for now I think he does it he talks about one of our purposes is is to be loved like yeah our first purpose actually I think he talks about to be loved and it's it's so true like if you think about our life what what do we actually get richness out of it's being loved right most yeah. people yeah i'd say everybody benefits from being loved of course and that speaks of relationship because you can't love if you're not in relationship it's impossible yeah and you can't be loved if you're not in a relationship of love and yeah i think like 
the more I get older, the less important. There's so many things that are less important than having good relationships mm. and thinking about at the end of my life, what what's going to be the joys that come to me. Uh, you get, you know, satisfaction out of work and things like that, but the richest things in life are when you've got good relationships. So if we don't work on those, mm. then we're robbing ourselves and I think we're robbing God as well. Um, yeah, so absolutely created for relationship. Yep. But good relationship and that's been broken. So this is why I guess we're trying to just focus a little bit on this every week. Mm. Um, and look, pretty much you can put it into everything. Yeah. Uh, but just focus on it because it's the most important thing. Yep. Yep. That's right. And I think one one of the things that I sort of I was really challenged with and, and there's a, a verse there that I used which was one John four seventeen, uh, which just says, As you as you live in God, our love grows more perfect. Yeah. Um and the and the realization for me in that space is that, you know, we can we can have this desire to love people but our love is is like imperfect. Um, yeah. You know, it's always a struggle if we're doing it in our own strength, or we never get. You know, you know what I mean. Like, and and I just love that that passage that just challenges us to be in that place of of living in God, of spending time with Him, and as as we do that, we yeah. learn to love more like Him. Um, and I thought that was a really great sort of uh, challenge and and encouragement for us to be in that place and and to establish the love that we have in our relationships through the love that God has for us rather than us trying to do it all in our own ability and our own strength. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and the reminder to see um, the people around us, the people that we have a relationship with as, as God's perfect creation, you know, yeah. he, he created and it was, it was good. Yeah. Um, there was no buts yep. um, in there. Yep. Um, anyway, so we'll just we'll move on to the the actual letter from Paul um, to Timothy, and um, the first thing, the way that he addresses that letter to Timothy is is Paul is writing it to his true son in faith, um, and again just highlighting that relationship that they had. You know, Paul had had met um, Timothy in one of the churches that he'd established. He came back and he met this young guy Timothy and was just. It actually says in Acts that he was, he was astounded by him and, and invited him to come on his missionary journey with him. And as they did that, they, they built relationship and he, and he mentored um, and encouraged him in his faith and all that kind of stuff. Do you want to just speak into the importance of that? Yeah, I think like, so I think the verse is 1 Timothy 1, 2, just at the beginning of the letter. Mm. Uh, I'm writing to you, to Timothy, my true son in faith. And uh, it's very rare that we actually get that sort of closeness in relationship mm. to be honest like mm. where, where you can actually say where that connected i feel like you're my son mm. you know like although we are family as as a church of god finding someone who's just so i don't know that you can invest in that way that you can trust that you can love that you can grow in faith is amazing yeah um yeah so i think you're right when you think about this letter when he's writing it, we've got to think that it's a very deep personal letter, mm. not just, you know, this a common letter thrown out. It's actually written to a person, whereas most letters are written to churches. Yeah. You know, um, or to the people of God, but this is really written to uh, Timothy to instruct him and, 
yeah, I, mm. I just think so. If that's the case, it's very important what Paul's saying to him about how he should conduct and live his life to be a good pastor in Ephesus yeah. where he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So in terms of that, um, the whole idea of, of a, a relationship that's like a, a spiritual father, have you had experience of someone like that in, in your personal journey? Yeah, well, I've certainly got um, people in my life, like a pastor in uh, Adelaide who I would consider to be like a father to me in terms mm. of like if I'm needing instruction, I would definitely uh, give him a call and say, hey, what do you think about this? Um, that's encouraged me in faith over time. I, I would hope, like, I, I sort of see you as that to me in a lot of ways, like where it's like, you know, we've walked together on a pretty long journey mm. so far um, and hopefully that will continue. But to feel that there's someone who is actually really interested in God yeah. <laughs> and growing in faith yep. and growing in skill and growing in the love that God has for us. So, yeah, I'd say... Yeah, definitely, and and there's probably other people as well, but um, in terms of the time that we spend together, yep. that would be definitely true. Yep. And the thing is that you can have a lot of people that you can disciple or grow in faith, but there's very rare to get that relationship of closeness where mm. you're like, we're like brothers, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, that's great. Thanks for sharing that. Um. Yeah, so again, it just reinforces that importance of, of relationship and, and I guess the challenge is there for us to be looking at those people in our lives and looking looking maybe for, for those people that might become spiritual fathers or, or mothers in our lives, mm. but also looking for our own opportunity for those in our lives that we can, we can become that for, for them as well and just really encouraging mm. each other through those relationships to, to grow in faith and love in God. Yeah. Um, so could we just sort of park there for a second? Sorry. Yeah. I know we've got to go back to this message, but yeah. there, there is one verse that says that you have many teachers but not many fathers. Yeah. And I think that that is actually really important mm. as we're looking at relationship, that we, we aren't just conveyors of information, but conveyors of the heart of God and, yeah. and that true love for the person that we're teaching. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Really good. Um, yeah, so as, I mean, as I, as I said before, in, in terms of looking through this letter, um, you know, Timothy's going to, to address some issues that were going on in the Ephesian church, and I didn't actually look at any of those issues. That's not what yeah. I wanted to do. I wanted to, to look at the relational type instruction that, that Paul was giving to Timothy, and the, you know, I found it really interesting that the first thing that, that Paul instructs Timothy to do in, in 1 Timothy 2.1, he says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people, ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. And, and you know, that, that challenge, um, and, and it's applicable to us as well, that, that there's going to be people in our lives that are causing problems, that are making us frustrated and all that kind of stuff. And the first thing Paul's saying to do is to actually pray for the people that he's going to. He's going there with that purpose of rectifying issues and, and all of that mm. kind of stuff. But... Um, you know, this first instruction to pray and to be in that place of actually giving thanks for them. Um, and the, the challenge is there that as, as we do that, as we look at the people that are causing problems in our lives, perhaps that, you know, as we pray for them, as we give thanks for them, that to me completely changes yeah. my attitude 
towards those people. You know, yes. suddenly I'm in this place of rather than focusing on on the issue or the problem or the frustration or whatever, that we're looking at the things that that person does that we're actually thankful for. Yeah. Um, and I, I made the made the comment on Sunday that I think it's it's possibly not so much about the prayer, but more about the impact that that has on our attitude towards the person mm. that we're praying for. Yeah, certainly challenges those thoughts. <laughs> so yeah. really, it's like saying like we can pray about people a lot. Yeah. God change them. Yeah. They're an idiot. Nothing's impossible for God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, man, you can do something about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so we're praying about them. You know, yeah. fix them basically. Yeah. Praying for someone is quite different because it changes it. And I think I think the word that he uses is intercede. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're actually praying on their behalf. So we are them in a way. And it's yes. like you know, praying for them, actually on their side, not against them. And That's often right. we pray against people, which I don't think is a very mm. good thing. Mm. Um, we should be praying for people. Yeah. You know, like if you look at the Bible prayers throughout the New Testament very rarely is well actually I don't think ever I haven't found one so I'm not saying there isn't one but uh, where there's praying against people it's mm. always about I pray for them I pray that your love would fill them I pray that yep. their eyes would be opened I pray that they would know your power I pray whatever mm. it is mm. and it's definitely I'm praying for them Yeah. and yeah it is challenging especially if you are in conflict with someone yeah and then to be thank- thankful for them, yeah. Come on, that's not very fair. Yeah, and I think there's there's also the realization too that that um, there may be times when we're actually the frustration or the problem for yeah, others. I've never found that. Man. You've never found that? Oh no. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll just move on from that then, won't we? Um, but yeah, again, I'm sure there's things that we all do that that cause that. Yeah, and, absolutely. And just you know. And you're right, it addresses our attitude, doesn't it? Mm, it does. Yeah. It certainly does address our attitude. Yeah. Um, and then it continues on, and, he, and he, uh, Paul instructs Timothy not to waste time um, with uh, arguments over godless ideas and old wives' tales and, and you know, this whole idea of, of not focusing on the things that have little or no importance in the grand scheme of things. And, yeah. you know making sure that we're actually not losing track of of what's in what's important yeah and and what we're actually around the place to do uh, which is to to glorify and honor God and to and to grow in that and to help others around us to grow in that yeah um, but that that reading in 1 Timothy 4 7 to 11 goes on to say um, that physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and the life to come. Uh, this is a trustworthy saying, and everyone should accept it. And this is why we work hard and continue to struggle, for our hope is in the living God, who is our Savior of all people, and particularly of all believers. And teach these things and insist that everyone learns them. So there's this challenge to to live this, this godly life. Um, and to encourage others to do the same. I just, I actually really love the fact that that it talks about having to work hard and that it's a struggle. Because mm. I think sometimes we can get in this place of thinking that it should just be easy. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have thoughts about that? Yeah, definitely. Like, it's funny. The, Christi, the Christian life itself is easy in the fact that it's not rocket science. Mm. It's love God, love people. 
but then we've got this struggle um, to actually live this out, I guess. Yeah. And, and this thing to put down ourselves and put down the flesh and our feelings and what we want and actually care about other people. Um, and that's the relationship side of it. I think, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of challenges that we have, like mm. physical and, and otherwise, but what makes you the most unhappy when you're in conflict with someone? Mm. You think about it all day, you're, you're arguing over things that don't really matter, and uh, we just sort of had a little chat about it this morning and thinking about it, and I was like, you know what, there's so many much more important things. Yeah. And you can see people wasting time arguing over petty things yeah. when someone's baby's dying. Yes. Or someone's ill, or someone needs help, or yeah. someone needs loving, yeah. and all the focus is on whether you know there was a dot after this word, or whether it was a question mark, or you know, and, and can we can we actually let go of that for a minute and actually yeah. love people? Yeah, it's it's a challenge for all of us, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and there's a, there's a whole heap of, I think, preconceived ideas and values that we all have in our lives as well that can can get in the way of of that sort of stuff as well and that's that's the next the verse next verse that tim uh that paul goes on to yeah um which is in um four verse 12 and it says don't let anyone think less of you because you're young be an example to all believers in what you say in the way that you live in your love your faith and in your purity and and you know this i guess in in this instance um, Paul's highlighting the fact that Timothy is young, yep. and there's and there's possible preconceived ideas uh, from from the people in Ephesus that that you know who's this young guy that's coming in and telling us what to do, yep. and you know we can have that same attitude as well. You know, it might not be a young person; it might be someone who's just come into the church, or it might be. Um, you know, all of these different things or, or past experiences that we've had with other people that shape the way that we view those around us and yeah. impacts um, the way that we respond to them and whether we even give them the time of day. Um, but here, Paul is, is really instructing this, this idea of being an example yeah. of, of um, you know, showing, showing the way to live, showing the way to love, um, showing your faith and being strong in that and, and most importantly, the purity side of that and, you know, not giving, you know, being that example and not giving the opportunity for people to, to I guess, you know, form, form those ideas or, or reinforce ideas but yeah. instead change their perceptions yeah. on that. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and it's like what's funny about that verse there is it says, don't let anyone think less of you because you're young. Well, how can you stop people thinking that? How can I stop you thinking yeah. less of me? Yeah. Okay. But basically, it's again addressing our own like worth as well. There, isn't yeah. it? You know, like don't think that just because you're whatever, yeah, man, woman, child, whatever, that you can't actually be an example of faith. And mm. I think that's that's what it's saying there is like. Don't, doesn't matter about your age, your background, your wealth, anything like that. You can actually be an example of faith. Mm. Um, how? By what you say. Yeah. Uh, what the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. So, all those things like you don't have to be. There's no 
pro forma. Mm. Except mm. for live out your faith that way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, and again, if you think of most of those things, aren't they relationally attached? Yeah. What you say, or what you say, what 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 hurts? Yeah. What you say to people? That's right. How yep. you talk to them? Yeah. Uh, the way you live, you know, are yep. you being kind and loving? Yep. In your love, in your faith, are you are you encouraging people to believe in God, in your purity and having pure motives in everything that you do and pure yep. thoughts towards um, people as well? Yeah, and so then I I love the fact that you know Paul Paul challenges Timothy in the way that he acts, but then also um, in the in the next chapter he then challenges him. To, to question his perspectives and his preconceived ideas about the people around him as well. And so yeah. just just lastly, quickly, um, you know, he talks about um, in, in 1 Timothy 5, 1 to 2, he says, you know, don't speak harshly to older men, but appeal to them respectfully as, as your own father. Talk to younger men as if they were your own brothers. Um, older women as though they were your mothers and younger women with all purity as though they are your own sisters. And this... This whole idea of, again, challenging his perspective of who the people are that are around him, and I think that's a, that's a huge challenge for for us mm. as well to look at the people that are in our in our cornerstone community, but also to think about the people that are in our workplaces or at our schools or all that kind of stuff, um, and and alter that perspective of who they are and and the sort of relationship that we should have with them. Yeah. Um, and and just allowed that to, um, I guess, filter through the same things that we talked about previously, the way that we live, the way we talk, yep. the way that we love. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Um, you didn't read it out yet, did you? Well, I just I just went through it then, oh, but I sort of sum, I sort of summarise summarise it summarise yeah, it. Yeah. So yeah. So I'll read it out. Okay. Never speak harshly to an older man, but appeal to him respectfully as you would your own father. Talk to younger men as you would your own brothers. Treat older women as you would your mother and treat younger women with all purity as you would your own sisters. And talking of relationship again, it really shows that as a church, as people of God, we are family. Mm. And that's how we should treat each other, um, notwithstanding that there's a lot of dysfunctional families. Yeah. Um, but how would God really want a family to function? Um, and it just speaks of respect in all areas. And one of the areas I think, um, obviously for Timothy, may have been a, a bit of a temptation, younger women, because it says, with all purity. Yeah. You know? And honestly, that's being attacked daily in yeah. our world to actually think that way. And while people are going on about, you know, we want equality, et cetera, et cetera, while that's continually being pushed, that women are objects mm. or even men are objects, that's never going to happen mm. until we have these pure motives towards them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think very important um, to make sure we guard that as well, um, that purity side of things. But, yeah, great, Matt. Good message. Yep. Thanks, man. Yeah, really good. Yep. Mm. Yeah. And I think just, again, just that, that challenge for us to, to really just love, um, you know, the way that, that God... God loves us, and to, to sort of think about all of these things, um, and you know our perspectives, and you know the the challenge for us to be in that place of praying for people, yeah, um, rather than not, and yep, either going going off at them or 
or yeah. <laughs> ignoring the issue and making it worse or you know what I mean like it's yeah, just sure. yeah uh, yeah what a what a great challenge for for all of us yep so pray for all people mm. yeah nice all good excellent well I think that's that's all for me you got any any words of no, wisdom Neil? no no words of I wisdom have nothing no words nothing. I've run out of my wisdom it's okay exhausted all right. Well, that is the conclusion of episode 28, and we will catch you next time.